You know, we've had people complain that we spend too long studying the Bible. What do you want us to do? You want us to dance, right? Like others do. I've seen the progress they make. I've been in church since I was born. Eh? Let us invite. Yay! Yesterday I was torturing myself and, uh, and things come out. What are you? What are it, what are you doing? What's that? You know, someone might think and say, no, don't criticize. You if you like take too long, is either you grow up quickly and believe these things now or wait till it's too late when you stand in front of God you find out how stupid it is to turn the house of God into an entertainment center you will find out but God forbid you don't find out now that you wait till it's too late and God should you come here you wasted your whole life do you know how much that dancing and jumping and all that stuff you're doing, th that two hours you spent, and then let's invite the best choir in the world. How many of you know that is? Like, how can all of you people be the best choir in the world? How? Uh, tell me how. Somebody is not telling the truth. But it's because from branding, the whole concept of branding, you can say anything. You don't care if it's true or false, just say it. You didn't get that from God. Apart from the Father, that's prideful. And you say, no, now we are just, mm -mm. Mm, that's right. Even if you're really good, why, why should you? Do you think Jesus would do that? Let's invite the best disciples in the world. The best apostles. Do you think you'd do that? Let's invite the best healer in the world. No, it's, it's on God. If you think about it, 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 it can't. it's not the fruit of the Spirit to say things like that. And then they come, and the multiple hours of rehearsal, six hours, seven, eight hours of rehearsal. Can, do you know what will happen if you sat down all those people and taught them the Bible? They read their Bible for that amount of time and opened it up and took notes. You would have spiritual giants. I'm not saying you can't have a choir. But try and learn a simple song and use the rest of the time. Don't want to... I used to be in a very good choir, so I know it, it takes time. People, it takes time. That one, at least, the choir, the choir people at least love God small. You know, they love God small. They share the Bible for almost one hour. So at least, I used to enjoy it. Because I was hungry for God. But at the time, I left. God moved me on. And I left. I was still in the church, but I wasn't in the choir anymore. You know, I had to conserve the time. I asked God, God, you know, I need to use that. And you can't imagine how many hours that... See, you don't look at a human being and just say, eh, it's just your calling, it's just your gifting. No. Me that you see today is the result of leaving a choir. I'm serious. I left a choir. Just by leaving that choir, in fact, as I'm speaking, I've never sat down and thought about it clearly. I'm just thinking about it as I'm speaking. I actually left that choir and not going for all those choir practices. So on Monday, ah, fellowship choir. Let's forget the fellowship choir. I was there too. But let's look at this other choir here. Church choir for Wednesday. Let's say, let's say, let's say two to three hours. Uh, two or three times because we sing on Wednesday, we sing on Sunday. We don't sing on Friday. Alright, so let's say six to eight hours of rehearsal time. Even sometimes we have tarries. Eight hours? You know how much you can do? And people come and because you have a false understanding of how to work for God. If you're here and you still don't, this thing I'm saying worries you. I don't know how many copies of that book is that How to Work for God by Pastor Banky. Get it and read it and be saved before it is too late. 
get it now. Now is the time. Now, don't wait till it's too late and say, God, I, you know, I work for you. And God says, I don't know for me. Depart from here. Have you not read? I did this in your name. He said, I don't know you. Don't you know when the Bible first says, and Adam knew his wife, it means he was intimate with his wife. Don't you know those eight hours were for being intimate with God? Don't you know that intimacy does not occur in public? Don't you know that eight hours in a quiet place with your Bible and a pen, talking to God and taking notes, will impact the whole world? Your singing will not. <laughs> After they clap, yay! And you walk to your seat. That was it. But when they are in the car, leaving that church service, and they put on any music device, the same quality of music, and most times far better, will emanate in their car and they will be having a blast too. Yeah, and singing with the car. Yeah, and go home. So what did you do? You provided the musical entertainment for that day. You see some people oppose these things. I know sometimes they seem to go to an extra. I don't have a problem with going to a place and the choir sings and all that. If they lead everyone in worship and we go along and they know the song and everybody's going on bed, the performance mindset that I'm performing for you and you're sitting down watching me. I have a problem with someone singing and me watching. Why? If your words, the words of your song are saying, Lift Jesus higher. Why on earth would I have an opportunity to open my mouth and say, Lift Jesus higher and I'm not saying it. Can someone give me one reason? Lift him high, 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 there's only one godly thing in this world that they were singing, Let Jesus have everybody, everybody, and all of you are lifting Jesus. Why should 30 voices lift Jesus high when there are 300 or 3,000 voices here? Do you know what will happen if 3,000 voices were singing the same song? Do you understand? Some of you don't know what will happen, so you're just, do you catch in the spirit realm? <laughs> 3,330 voices lifting Jesus, saying it. But how can they, when your song is so convoluted, your song is so complicated, you spent 10 hours or 20 rehearsing it. Were you rehearsing it to lead them? If you, good singers, spent 6 hours, I have a question. This crowd of frogs, how long will it take for them to catch up with you? As you do your presentation for 6 to 10 minutes, they will never even start to catch up. Do you understand? Which is why a praise and worship session cannot compare to a choir presentation. Did you hear me? Don't say God stood up in heaven when the choir was singing. Don't ever say it. But He may have stood up when the congregation was. Do you understand? So a true praise leader leads people. He will want to teach them. Did you get it? Now let's worship together. Jesus wants us to make disciples. of. I'm making you a disciple by what I'm teaching you now. You have to be a true learner. Learn from Jesus. If it was important, Jesus would have had a choir. Jesus' first choir. He had none. The early church won't hear them having choir. The Bible says they continued in the apostles' teachings in prayer, in breaking of bread, and in fellowship. Did you hear? 
So in case everything I said went over your head and you were still busy thinking, well, this is your own opinion. I've just given you scripture for it. You have no scripture for your choir. None. You have to go to the Old Testament and tell me about the temple of Solomon, of which there was only one temple in all Israel. One. They didn't have choirs in their synagogues. And synagogues did not exist still. God knows when. They had one temple. And how many times did they meet in that temple? Three times a year. Are you hearing me? Do you know those choirs? They comprised of, especially the sons of Korah, of the tribe of Levi. Since someone needs to hear it, those guys used to sing because as time was going on, they had more and more people joining the rank of the Levitical core. And since Israelites used to go there three times a year, I have a question to ask you. When those choirs used to sing, when did they used to sing? They used to meet three times a year. They used to go to the temple three times a year. But those choirs used to sing and compose songs. Let me just answer you simply. They used to sing to the Lord. You didn't hear? The choirs used to sing to the Lord, to nobody. They would, sing to, they would minister to the Lord. It, they were not performing. It wasn't for the crowd. It was to the Lord. That's why you see us sing the way we do. Every time it's to the Lord. It's not a performance. I hope you know it's the way of the world to provide entertainment. Is it not? Is it not the way of the world of welcoming people? You keep them entertained. Herod's daughter came out doing... By the time she finished, someone lost his head. That happened actually. Someone lost his head. Same thing when Pharaoh had a birthday party. He ended with someone losing his head. See, we've mixed, we went to the world, borrowed all the habits of Egypt. But when it is for the Lord, it lifts him up. Do you understand? It's him. It's about him. Let's stop taking the ways of the world. It's been so accepted, it's so normal, you were born to see it, that you don't even know it's not God's way. There's a way that seems right to men. Then there's God's own. God has his version of everything. And I have no reason to follow the world's own. Stop being proud of your worldly behavior. Eh, but how was I to know? How did I know? I think I read a book on this. Read your Bible. Read your Bible. Read your Bible. You find everything. The Holy Spirit will just start impressing. You start looking for the choirs in the early church. There was none. For what? They didn't do choirs. They got together and studied God's word. And they fellowship, talking with each other, eating. The Lord's table. They had that normal eating together. And they prayed together. Those were the four things. The Bible says they continued daily 